0: everyone, welcome to The New Media Show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I want to welcome my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee, to the show. Hey, Rob, how are you doing?
1: It's great to be back doing The New Media Show. It's always fun doing a call with you, Todd. So, trying to catch up with what's going on in the space. We're all running 110 miles an hour (laughs) to keep up with it, to (laughs) respond to everybody that's reaching out. And and, um, had some contacts with some folks overseas the last couple days, too. So lots of stuff going on over there. No, oh, that we'll talk about that a little bit here in a few minutes. But,
0: you know, it was almost all last week. I was um, kind of, uh, <laughs> how should we say, recovering. Uh, it was a big week at Podcast Movement.
1: Yeah, it was. Um Lots of stuff going on as it always is, it just runs us runs us down where we're so tired it takes a <laughs> week to recover afterwards. But but it seems like when you get back, you're just buried in stuff and, and then all those contacts from podcast movement start coming in too and it just piles up and
0: <laughs> I know. And uh I've got the design team and Audi Audi Mute A U D I M U T E, the team from Audi Mute coming tomorrow. Oh, and so the studio here is, is close. We are, electric's done, network's done, paint's done, furniture's done. So <laughs> I actually even got the audio rack put together, tested. So now really all this is a matter of getting the panels in, getting the final design panels in. Then we, uh, then I, I build the last table because I'm leaving room for them to work, and then install cameras and wired up and pray the tricaster runs up. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping uh, Monday evening. I'm crossing my fingers. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Monday evening, I'll be live with Geek New Central for the first time with uh, the new studio setup. So
1: Monday. What's the date on that?
0: Uh. Well. <laughs> Okay, it d- d- will be the 20, 20, 26th, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you and I are headed to DragonCon on yes. Thursday. Well, you're actually leaving a little early. to go to Atlanta and meeting with secretive people, probably yes. CNN and all those secretive folks.
1: People, yes.
0: Yeah, who else is in Atlanta, CNN? Well, so, so anyway. there's
1: more podcasters than just, <laughs> you know, those folks. Okay, so... so uh,
0: so I'm hoping and you know just in, in, what's crazy is the following weekend is MapCon so two weekends in a row I'm going to be out and then the third week in a row is um Outlier in LA so <laughs> unless we do a somewhere in that process we'll have to find a place to do the show but yeah it's yeah. um I think the studio's going to be ready and I'm not going to be here <laughs>
1: Yeah, right. That's, that sounds like it's going to be the case. That's for sure. And, and we came really close to doing the the show live at the Outlier conference too, but it didn't wind up fitting into their schedules. So. Yeah. And it doesn't look like we're going to get live at Hollywood
0: Insider in November either. So... Oh,
1: what? At, at the Digital Hollywood?
0: Oh, is it Digital Hollywood? Oh, Digital Hollywood was the one? Oh, oh uh, Outlier's yeah. the one that said no. Okay. Right, I wasn't, right, yeah, I wasn't right. paying attention.
1: The digital Hollywood event is much is a much bigger event anyway. Yeah. So that's that's going to be streamed live video too. So, right. Um, so that'll be a much bigger event. I'm, I'm trying to get this show into all the all the conferences, so you can see I'm somewhat succeeding. So a little
0: bit of whack a mole at a time. I and mean, you're not coming to MapCon, so we won't be able to do it at MapCon. Yeah, but. Right.
1: Anyway, it's, it's too much. Be on the road like the whole month. Yeah, I will live more like your lifestyle, Todd. <laughs> well, it's kind of
0: sucking. It's gone so much, but um, hey, we're going to. Anyway, it's it's almost done, and when I'm here, we'll be able to do the show. And you know, granted, if everything works and the lights are hung and. <laughs> So I'm excited to kind of share what the studio is going to look like to the rest of the world once it's all installed. But um, I'm, I'm pretty jazzed
1: where we're at. But yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it's definitely exciting. and going to have some cool guests coming in after you've gotten that kicked off, too. So maybe we can plow some new ground here. You know, what's funny is I'm trying to think, okay, it's, you know, when you
0: tear everything apart, mm-hmm. that it had already been set up for five years. And you're thinking, do I know how to put this thing back together? <laughs> right, right. So you know, it's going to go wrong, Todd. You know, it's it's going to go smooth. Well, you you know let's that. be quiet now. It's, <laughs> everything's going to hook up and work right off the bat, you know. So, Because if it doesn't work, that means I'm going to have to spend money. And uh, money I don't want to spend. But the, uh, overall, though, I think everything's been pretty smooth. And what's what's going to be the hard part? Light, lights, and audio. Dialing the audio in is going to be probably the hardest because this this is a whole different ball game compared to where where I was at before.
1: Oh, it's a whole different kind kind of acoustics.
0: Yeah, well, it's saying? there's no there's no noise. It's quiet.
1: Oh, oh it's quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: it's already quiet, and the when bringing in the sound panels is going to make it even more quiet and. <laughs> Or any no echoes or anything like that. So, That's good, That's yeah. Have, yeah, so now maybe I won't be able to mask happens. any electronic noise, like any you know, I won't be able to mask any of that by oh. background noise. Oh, I
1: see. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you're just gonna have to have totally clean sound, Todd, yeah, coming out of that studio. So, we had wow, we
0: had a lot of good feedback from our live event that yeah. podcast movement. There was a lot of people that commented
1: on that. Yeah. No, I heard it. I heard it a lot too. I think we're, we're really kind of, you know, reaching the community, which has always been the goal with this show. Yeah. And we're up to about as near as I can tell, uh, close to
0: 8,000 people that are now subscribed to the show. Hey Ross. Hey Rick. Thanks for joining us live. Anybody else is live. that's watching. Please check in on chat. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think the show continues. And we know there's a lot of people listening at the Apple meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I raised my hand to ask a question, and uh, one of the individuals said, yeah, Todd, I already know what you're going to ask. I listened to the new media <laughs> <Exactly>. show.
1: <laughs> I, I heard it on the show. The, the
0: I heard it. I heard you guys right. talking already. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Y- you know, and uh, that was the day I got in trouble. <laughs> Isn't that everyday? Todd? Well, I was, I was, you know, doing some email on the very early announcements right. at Apple. Right. What they, you know, and I missed the, uh, the warning. Please don't take pictures. <laughs> oh,
1: that's right, that's right, Todd. You have to delete that.
0: And I was about my twentieth <laughs> picture, and somebody said, you can't take pictures. I'm like, what? Yeah, right. And she I sat saw, there. I, I delete people taking pictures too. You weren't the only one. Well, ones. I deleted everything off my phone. I felt like a total ass. I was a total shill for having taken. And my Jeff Hines was sitting next to me. He says, "Did not you hear them? They told you don't take any pictures." I wondered what you were doing.
1: <laughs> we should probably tell the folks listening here what we're talking about because yeah, Apple so, had a private meeting. Yeah, they did, and they at the podcast movement where they they invited. I I don't know how they picked the invitation list, but there was what, There's was probably 50 people in the room? Yeah, at least 50. Yeah. So it was it was uh, just kind of a brief on a
0: lot of stuff you've already heard. Yeah, there wasn't much new. There was a few things new on promotion that's coming. Yeah. For, and mostly, though, I think it's for big networks. I just, you know, the concern I have is oftentimes those tools are only for top-tier podcasters. They don't ever, you know, they're not fully, they're not all fully for you know independent content creators so yeah um you know that's kind of my only thought on some of that and they've got some great ideas and you know just like transcripts transcripts are not everybody at this point that's happening in apple podcast right they're not they're not doing every show
1: that and it's not being fully utilized yet either no it's it's it looks like it's starting to show up in their search results now, live. Um, actually, that was covered in the pod news um, here just a day or so ago.
0: Well, so it's,
1: if you're it's running iOS 13, if you've right. updated it to iOS, you know. Right. It's it, probably, yeah, it's it's only limited to to the Apple platforms. But um, but they did say that eventually they're going to really use all the transcripts. But for now, it's it's rather limited what they're doing with it. Yeah. So you know that was a, and of course a
0: fire alarm went off near the end of the thing. So that kind of <laughs> right. disrupted and evacuated the entire.
1: Right. I never heard what the reason for that was either. Somebody so, pulled it.
0: Yeah. Someone pulled it. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I mean, it definitely was a false alarm. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, we're, we're having an incident. Back, please, in building if, within ten minutes. So. Yeah.
0: But uh, it, you know, they were, it's, you know, some jokester pulled a fire alarm somewhere.
1: Yeah haha ha. yeah <laughs> Wait, I'm not I'll that's, that's a, I have no proof
0: that that's what happened so please
1: a, right but it was not a it wasn't entirely pleasant no out to the courtyard
0: <laughs> no so and I spent about two hours with uh Google in yeah. between over a couple of days I spent all, probably I got in there early and Zach was standing off to the side
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm like oh. oh this is gonna be my only chance
1: well, it was amazing that Google had a, a large booth large at the booth. event. Um, I was really shocked to see that, actually. Yep. Um, same with Spotify. Spotify mm-hmm. had a gigantic booth at the at the event. But, and I think it really points out to me how, how really we're seeing a competitive thing going on now, uh, which we've never seen before. Um, these big platforms competing for market share, right? And we've said this for years that uh, we wanted that, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so because that that's what was going to drive a lot of new innovation and and new things to Apple's platform and to especially to other platforms that get involved to in, that want to compete with Apple. So yep. um, I think the listeners and podcasters win um, when we see this happen with these big companies. So.
0: You know, here was really kind of my takeaway on, and I want to get into Google quite a little bit, right. but let's talk about Spotify. Yeah. What was the one thing that was completely missing, not mentioned, not a whisper, not a heartbeat, not a, oh, by the way? Who Anchor. was missing from the show?
1: <laughs> Anchor.
0: Anchor. Right. They weren't even promoting Anchor in their own booth. It was, well, it was, yeah. it was crickets. I mean, absolute crickets. Yeah. Well,
1: I, do we want to go there a little bit, Todd? Or
0: uh, I'm just hey, if Spotify's there with a booth, a twenty no. by twenty booth.
1: No, but why that might be the case? I don't know. I mean,
0: uh, I'm not going to speculate, but it okay. may maybe Spotify figured out what they bought.
1: No, I don't. Well. That may have something to do with it, but I okay. What's your that,
0: what's your hypothesis?
1: Well, the last time Anchor did something at Podcast Movement, um, I I think it was last year, right? They they had a panel session right at the end,
2: oh.
1: right? And they convinced uh, the organizers, oh, yeah. Jarrett to uh, come in and do a presentation. And they had portrayed themselves as you know talking about you know, something content related, but not, it was nothing more than a pitch, not anchor related. So th- they got in there, you know, all of us went in and sat in the back of the room. We were kind of like, you know,
0: well, we sat in a, it was like the, the gang of the five session. sitting in the back. We <laughs> really like stalking the session. All right.
1: Um, and it was just a glorified pitch for Anchor. Yeah, just
0: pitch, 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 pitch. I'm like, man, I wish I could pay for an hour to do this. Right, none of us can do anything <laughs> like that.
1: But I, and and believe me, Dan and Jared heard about that and they were not happy about it. So
0: well, you know. that doesn't stop them from having a booth.
1: No, it doesn't stop them from getting involved. But, no, you know, but it was Spotify is the is the lead brand. Yeah,
0: so it was Literally. it was it was crickets for Spotify at the event. Let's go back. And well, let's, I mean, it's crickets for anchor. Spotify then had a big 20 by 20 booth. They put some money in it, but you could tell, Hey, let me, let me see. I got a 10 by 20 with some pull-ups and a backdrop and some, some literature and they got hanging strobes and walls. I thought I saw the wall going up and I was like, you've got to be kidding me.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, same with. The the Himalaya folks uh, and the, and launch pad the and, their puppies. One. and their puppies and their puppies in beer.
0: <laughs> so uh, hey, whatever works. I'm thinking a kegger at uh, Blueberry next year works. Uh, you yes, know,
1: I'm 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 thinking a couple of cages <laughs> with kittens running around. That's that's what I think for next year. <laughs>
0: so I guess if that's what it takes to get people to your booth is beer and puppies. Then oh, and also hired <laughs> talent. They weren't booth babes, but they were booth people Right. <laughs> that right. didn't work there. You know, they, uh, hey, how, you know, ask them a deep question. Uh, let me find someone, to get some help for you. <laughs> right. And, uh,
1: know something?
0: <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, um, so anyway, let me, you're distracting me. So, because I know why you're distracting me. I have good news on Google. Um, right. Okay. This, okay. So I talked to Zach for about an hour and, we sat there, his laptop, my laptop, going back and forth, looking at different things. He was showing mm-hmm. me different things. I'm taking as many screen caps as I can of his screen to kind of right. look at the search results he's using, his test. And, you know, because, you know, he's done that before he showed up at the show. And I um, I really walked away from one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google serious. And yeah. uh, people that have sites with authority... Um, podcasters that have sites with authority are going to do very, very well with, uh, with, 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 with Google and being found. And not only that, um, as we watch what happens over the next couple of years, because he did indicate it was a couple of year timeline. Well, he said, you know, over the next couple of years, he kept saying over the next couple of years. And I kept saying, what about this? And he wouldn't say too much. I said, what about this? He said, well, you might be on the right track there. And, you know, right. they're very cagey about yeah. what they say. They, they won't. And, of course, I talked about, you know, the risk of uh, spammers coming in and, you know, doing some of the st- standard SEO, black hat, BS that they do. And he says, we're full aware of that. And, you know, da, 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 da. But if you have well-written show notes... Not right. using black hat, just using well written show notes for humans, well formatted, well outbound linked. All the things that, you know, go into Google looking at a page and deciding, yes, this is context that we should index and we should make authoritative. That tied with them truly doing transcripts for every show and podcast right. and having that internal to their system. Um, I'm like, this is gonna be big. I mean, if and if it isn't we're we're in podcasters not need to start paying attention to the referrer traffic
1: coming to their websites. Right, Todd. And and I think the other big picture item that they're I think they're getting more serious about too is having a stronger connection, direct connection with podcasters. Um and and you know I, I, I probably shan't cause shouldn't, shouldn't say too much about that but just just their accessibility to the to the podcaster community I think is going to improve Yeah so and so I think that's that's a, that's a huge piece of this around podcasters promoting Google too yeah right And them being able to see what Google is doing for them I think is right those two things combined could really help their platform a lot. Some people are not going to see this. Because now, for a while, right? Well,
0: and and and, you know, um, here's the straight up: if you're if if you are on a vertical with other people that are doing bad things, Mm. uh, you are going to be penalized on that platform. Your your show will be penalized.
1: Hey, that's happening more and more. Look what Apple's doing. Apple's penalizing people for doing bad stuff. Right. I can see Google doing that, too. They've been doing it It, with search indexing for years.
0: It's automatic. Right. You know, there's nothing you can do.
1: There's no human. No. It it, it just happens. They
0: say, you see, you know, if you have a neighbor on on the same .com you're on, and that neighbor is uh, doing something stupid, uh, you know, just by... So um you know, for us, and I'm just going to be straight up mean you know, the the my, what I've been preaching for the last fourteen years um, is again going to continue to be a best practice, having your own dot com having your own website build but just having your dot com's not enough
1: right
0: you know you have to build authority, you have to put content on there, you just can't write a, two sentences of show notes, you can't just podcast only. You got to do other stuff. You got to have, you you know, you got to make that a lively place to live and to make Google understand that you are the authority on basket weaving, on scuba diving, on whatever your topic may be. Mm -hmm. You are the podcast authority. And really what it's going to break down to is in Google search, specific topics will be three shows are going to get when it comes to, you know, finding your shows, one thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: that's you know, probably everyone's going to be able to be found. I can't imagine you being penalized too much by not being able to be found in search results. But right. when it comes to content and when they take the transcripts that they're using and correlates that with the show notes and says, Todd and Rob talking about Google right now is the authority on what's going on with Google. And they put this conversation as a search result from a transcript Right. And they jump us to what are we at? Fifteen minutes into the show, and, and jump people into that content. Holy crap!
1: Yeah, things are things are going to grow on their side. Going to grow definitely. And definitely. it's gonna and I, it's it, going to grow for all platforms because Google is in a position, um, and I've been saying this from an antitrust perspective, and and I you know <laughs> they're going to present links to. Other resources, not just Google. Podcasts. That's true. That's true. So you know, this is going to boost everybody. This is going to boost all the all the other platforms that are doing a good job with uh, SEO. Yeah. So and how they plug into Google and how they interact with Google and and their their strength of their relationship with Google from a. You know, distribution platform yeah. too, like us. You know, we need to maintain good relationships with Google and and build our backend tools to to empower Google to do what they need to do as well. So, so uh,
0: and I, I yeah. talked with Google at length too about transcripts. Yeah, about personal you know transcripts podcasters have. Right. Again, I'm just going to be straight up. Do not do you hear me? Do oh. not yeah cut and paste your transcript
1: into your web page. Hey, Todd, I, each time I get contact by one of these transcription companies um, that are out there, and there's just a boatload of them now, um, that's one of the key questions I ask them is, how are you proposing that the podcaster use those transcripts? Because right. if you look at the bigger picture, those transcripts are being uh, made by the listening platforms right. now. There's not a need for podcasters to make transcripts directly. So, um, and that's, that's hard for them to accept Right. That that's happening because it, it definitely disrupts their business models. Yeah, uh, But that's, unfortunately, that's the truth. I mean, like you were just saying, you don't want to post your transcript on your website. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you what to do.
0: Okay, so this, you know, you can't get better than remember, I spent two hours with these guys. <laughs>
1: Well, I spent some time with them, too, okay. so I know what you mean.
0: So if you're going to have a transcript, make sure, again, it's contextual. It's not just one run-on sentence, number one. Right, right. Number two, you should probably link that in your show notes. Make, yeah, to some
1: other site. Right.
0: Or, or even your own site, but as a PDF. Right. Okay, right. or an SDL file or an, a TXT
1: but you have to ask yourself, wh- why would somebody use that? What would they use it for? Well, Google and Apple are already doing transcripts.
0: Apple not a hundred percent of shows, but Google a hundred percent in using right. that data already.
1: Right, and you're going to get the benefit from it. Right, um, and you don't have to do anything. That's, you don't have to pay the per word transcription right. fees, or you know, some of them are getting really cheap now. They they have like you know a penny an hour or something yep. like that. Um, but still what are you going to use it for so here's what you could do
0: and now actually well here's what I'm here's what I'm I talked to Zach about I said what about a namespace what about a what about a namespace for transcripts and he said oh he says, uh, that sounds interesting. Why don't you send me an email on what you're thinking, and we will get back to you on what, you, what we think is a good practice.
1: So you think a separate RSS feed with a, a unique nope. namespace? Nope,
0: just a namespace within the current RSS spec.
1: Oh, okay, okay, within the current RSS spec. Yeah, okay.
0: let me uh, send I'm So
1: that would link to, let's say, a text document of some sort? Well... Is that what you're thinking?
0: He indicated... That a um, text document's not good enough. Okay. So a document that is an STL file that is got word
1: for word with time hacks. Oh, I see what you're saying. Is valuable. Okay. Right. It has segmented. Um, yeah, and, and that, that's one of the other questions that that I asked the transcription companies are. Are you using um, AI technology or machine learning to segment um, those transcripts and map them to actual audio right. and the company that you did a deal with Audio Burst, is actually doing that right so that's why I say I mean that's that has some value there yep. I think especially when you map it to let's say uh, uh, you know an application like you know like a headliner or mm-hmm. something like that. You could, you could have those segments be published into Headliner. Um, it, I guess it gets back to the duration. I know the Headliner platform doesn't work probably with content that's 15, 20 minutes long. So, so it's typically short form stuff. But you should be able to get some compelling short form stuff that you can push out into various um, platforms for yeah. social purposes. Right. So I'm giving you all the roadmap here. Here's the next
0: step. In your show notes, uh, how many topics are we going to talk about today, Rob? Five, six, seven, ten, whatever, right? Probably ten. All right. So when we started Google discussion, there should be a time hack in your show notes that relates to when this conversation started and a concise title about what we right. talked about. Because right. if you think of what Google's doing here, their AI is having to determine within this whatever number of words we speak during this show, what is important?
1: Right. It's context.
0: What the context is. So if you give them a tipper, now, again, this isn't being done right now.
1: Okay. Mm. Just done. There's glimpses of it.
0: Glimpses. And it's not being
1: done by, by Google. Google. I mean, or probably Apple. The word I had
0: was you're on the right track. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, that's that's
1: that's where they're going, and that's that's why they um, they purchased uh, an, an application called Swell. If you want to, I'm talking about Apple now. But, right, uh, so is it, that machine learning AI technology is being applied to transcription? So, so he, here right. is here is the thought process: is you take
0: <clears throat> a, a pair a sentence, Todd and Rob talk is about Google's impact in podcasting or whatever you make that concise, what someone is going to search for. And then you link that to the time hack and where that audio started in your show notes. And if you're using most platforms allow you to do a jump to, you put a time hack, the a listener could click on it and jump their audio on the web player to that spot in the, in the podcast. And um, all I can say is winner, winner chicken dinner.
1: Right. That's and, far more relevant than just keyword-based right. stuff, which is and don't keyword like, stuff. <laughs> right, keyword stuff isn't isn't going to cut it. No, so it just doesn't give you enough context to do anything. Nope. I so know, I could use a random word, but that doesn't mean that that's the the topic that we're talking about. So, so that's right. the you know some of the juicy juicy goo.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, go- and again, none go- of this was confirmed. Right. <laughs> None of this was told, I'm do this. You said
1: anything about this, Todd, actually. Huh? <laughs> you what? I'm, I'm a little surprised you said anything about this. Actually. Why is that? Oh, no, just because, you know, just because. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you, you know, you. Okay, so if anyone has followed me for any amount of time, I get a huge amount of traffic to Geek New Central from search results.
1: Right, right. <laughs> You're definitely a SEO fan. No question. So I, about it,
0: it. It, but you have to do it in a way that's natural with, you know, you can't trick Google. Google knows every dirty trick in the book. So it has to be natural. You have to build authority. You have to make your website a destination. It has to be, you know, if you're getting a hundred hits a day on your website, I'm sorry, you're not doing what you need to do to make, even right now to make Google effective for your website. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be having a thousand, two thousand, five thousand hits a day coming from Google search results, right? And if you're not getting that today, it's because you haven't done the work on your website to make that happen. And so, what happens when? Okay, so there's a whole piece to this too. All right, you do this work, you go through, and you you put the time in, and you you blog. Oh, I just said the uh, four letter word blog. You said the B word. Look out. <laughs> We don't need a blog. I just need Instagram. I need Twitter. Okay. So you do the work to blog. um, Lost my train of thought. um, And get this traffic incoming. Please, please, for God's sake, when they land on your page, have a place they can subscribe to your show. (laughs) You know, you're going to do this work to make them come to your website. And then you get there and you're like, there's no podcast here. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: there's no links to any players. There's, there's, there's,
0: no, there's, there's right. no subscribe on. You know, there's no Google Podcast subscribe link. There's no Apple. You, you have to go to the fifth page deep to find. Oh, this guy's got a podcast. Right. <laughs> it better be above the fold in their face when they hit their web page. Yeah. Because if you're if Google's driving podcast listeners to your website, duh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You just gave up a. You just gave up a subscriber, right? Yeah, that's true. This is not hard. This is this to me is just to me is like yes, 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 yes. I'm excited. Well, and and but people that don't get traffic to the website, they think it's not worth it. Yeah.
1: Well, a lot of people are 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 so mobile centric in how they look at things these days. That's that fine. You they, can, mob, they don't think about these things because mobile is not really something that uh, Google has been able to get into. But but much. people are still doing searches in their mobile phones and right. your, your
0: website right. should be mobile right. first, no matter what. Right. They're still going to land on your page, mm-hmm. even with the, with the, with the app.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: It's your home base, what it is. So, uh. and, and and so what? You pick up 13% new listeners from people that are coming to for, to your site on a desktop. Oh, and no one can use 13% new listeners. No one. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we'll just throw that 13% away. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so. and, and then the search results in Apple Podcast, searching for shows in Apple Podcast, boom. Another yet 65% of people use an Apple podcast that are, are 50% or whatever the number is. People are searching for shows there. Guess what? Now they're going to find mm-hmm. they're not well, just, well, it depends on how many they, how they rank that.
1: Well, I think the other thing too, um, not to change the subject too much here, but, uh, you know, there's been a lot of data that's been shared on growth in the medium, yeah. and you know, Spotify is doing well. You know, yep. Pandora is picking up users, all this, um, all this stuff. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> Apple is still growing podcasting faster than anybody else. So, I think that's the key takeaway that I took away from s- some of the presentations that I saw. You know, Rob Rob Walsh is a, he's a data. Junkie, so he gets in and just pulls stuff apart. But um, he definitely showed that Apple is is still growing the podcast audience still faster king. than the other platforms.
0: E- even in in so just so you understand what Rob just said, there is that even though Spotify is adding people,
1: right.
0: because Apple has a bigger incremental share right. of listeners, they're incrementally growing more listeners than Spotify or any other platform combined. Right.
1: And there's still more, um, still a lot more growth that can happen on the iOS side yeah. too. So I mean, we haven't even tapped, um, you know, was it what one and a half billion devices or right. something like that out there that they have? Um, so you know, from iPads to to Macs to, to I- iPhones. So there's there's a lot of growth over there too. And obviously, Android is clearly you know far and away the biggest opportunity in podcasts. Um, And we're just barely scratching the surface on Android. And iOS 13 puts the podcast app, not
0: the podcast app, on the homepage of the install again. You, it is, it is in. When you update iOS 13, it's right there. Right. Right. So, So, again, um, mean, if so many, I hate Apple Podcasts. Well, every, every. You know, every iPhone has it preloaded. Go ahead and hate it.
1: Yeah, and please. It's got the most comprehensive catalog, yep. you know, of any of them.
0: Please you hate know. it because that's going to be more listeners for me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: hey Todd, do you want to talk about the the interest in the um, the International Podcasts Association that's bubbling? Uh,
0: sure. I want you to give the rundown on that. You talked to him more. I think more than I did. I talked to Glenn the Geek for a little bit, but.
1: The... Yeah, I got pulled into a meeting or two on that um, at Podcast Movement, and they've got a survey out. If you go to, I um, think it's the the International Podcast Association I think slash survey. Oh,
0: I don't have the business card handy. Yeah,
1: and I think you can go there and fill out their their survey. Um, th- they asked some pretty important questions um, about, you know, the purpose for. An, Organization. I think what they're trying to gather is is consensus on a focus for the organization. And that's what that survey is really trying to do. But the conversations that I, that I had a podcast movement about the organization is that it's going to be a challenge because, um, like Todd, you and I have talked about, and various others that I've talked about it, you know, I, I raised this topic. Uh, many many months ago, is something that's probably needed, but all the pushback that I got um, back then was, "Well, why? Right? Why? Why do we need this?" And and I I, I think it's still that's the key question: Why do we need this? Who's going to fund it? And who's going to run it? And um, what's the the goals of the organization? And also, how do we avoid what happened to the ADM? And that is an old association that was formed for podcasting, if you weren't aware. Uh, It was called the Association of Downloadable Media. Um, Todd, I believe you were involved as well. Yep. At some degree. And I was on the board at one point, and I I pulled out. That was back when I was working for Microsoft. And uh, that organization kind of self-destructed based on infighting and people trying to control decisions within the organization. And it just didn't work, and it wasn't transparent enough to the community. And I think that these these folks, Glenn and and others, um, are I, I think trying to start out on the right foot here. Um, but I do think more transparency is needed um, because there's still a lot of folks that aren't aware of what's happening with that. So maybe having Glenn on the show sometime to talk about uh, what they're what they're trying to accomplish with this and gathering feedback from the community. And, and I don't know, Todd, what's your thoughts on it, but that's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: Well, you know, I think if you think about, here's a simple fact. Um, Okay. Let's take um, most trade organizations. Uh, Most trade organizations are for profit. Um, And then there's different ways you can set up nonprofits, and I uh, encourage the this group to set up a 501c6. Right. And um, there's specific reasons for that, and some of them some of the reasons are good, and some of the reasons are bad, and it'll piss people off. But
1: it's hard to get a C3 too, so right? Yeah,
0: but a C6 right. allows some commercial activity go on inside the organization with um uh, there can be some gain benefit by people that are active in the organization so right. Uh, right. again we can go into the whole detail on what that really mm-hmm. means but um let's you know first of all if you're going to set up an organization you got a number one you got to have full-time people it's going to take some money you're going right. i mean maybe a million dollars to start to have some staff and you get everything up and running lawyer fees and all that. And then you're going to have to have people that are going to be willing to take the time to sit on committees and do the heavy lifting. And that's what part of this survey is, is set up for. Mm -hmm. Um, But if we go back to where the ADM was set up, I don't even remember what financial, if even there was of, I think we all paid a minimal fee or something, I don't know, it was a thousand bucks or something for companies and a hundred dollars for podcasters or whatever it was. Well, I
1: think it was a element that was, we kind of struggled with because we didn't have a legal organization. Right. So, um, and then what
0: really happened was agendas really were, um, and in any organization, a trade organization, there's going to be a certain amount of agendas, that I just don't think you're ever going to completely get away with or away from. Right. And um, so that's where you need as much broad participation as possible and wide participation on specific uh, committees so that you can stifle um, any agendas that someone may have. That maybe having us, you know, the pushing a, a theme of thought that is self... Um, self-promoting yourself, you know, help them as a company or whatever. So, you know, and when by having a wide body, I mean, you don't need five, six, seven people on a committee. You need 30, you know, 30 voting people on a committee that that's in yeah. that in instance slows the process down as you argue through these points. But it's almost required because if you don't, if you have a five-person committee,
1: Real easy do to kind of want things to move relatively slowly because then, right, that gives more opportunity for consensus and so. less
0: potential for collusion. And then right. the community says, Oh my god, you guys screwed us because right. you were just looking out for yourself. So, yeah, um, I think that's the hard part on this. Um, I, I look at my calendar between the stuff I did with IB, the stuff I'm doing with a, a couple other groups and travel and job and running a company, where's the time?
2: Yeah.
0: And, you know, I don't have time as an hour to even brush my teeth. And, and, you know, I brush my teeth, but you know what I'm saying? I'm just, it's, we're busy. so um, So to a certain extent, you also want some people that are going to be have the time to run these committees can organize things can you know take right. care of the meeting notes can formulate the stuff that was discussed and you know put it ahead so I can come in for 45 minutes say my piece for two minutes and let mm-hmm. everyone else weigh in and get in get in and get out what'd you say Rob
1: <laughs> yeah I I agree you know I think both of us are just so busy in the space keeping up with what is hitting us daily that um, it, it's hard to imagine carving out a lot of time for something like this.
0: So that's where you have to have and and then maybe, maybe committee chairs um, with this 501 C six arrangement could have um, some benefits Yeah, and that would have to be, you know, kind of laid out and determined what, a chairman of a, and of course a chairman can be voted off. Um, but
1: uh, it's hard. This is hard, hard, hard stuff to do. This is oh, very it's very hard. It's going to be hard in this industry. Um, as we both know, uh, this industry has got a reputation for a bunch of stray cats. So, Everybody likes to run off in different directions with stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. So the cooperation sometimes happens, but yeah. a lot of times it doesn't. So, and, and we saw that with the IAB. I think the IAB was a good kind of uh, example of how this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, sometimes, um,
0: you know, luckily the IAB thing was science won, Right, science and math. One, we didn't have to spend a lot of time on. Well, we did. A lot of business too.
1: So yeah, a of, so a lot of interest that collided with uh, lower <laughs> numbers. Right. So
0: <clears throat> and collision is
1: the is the um, nice word to say. <laughs> right. More like you know, if we all had boxing gloves, things things would have you know getting gotten taken care of a little quicker. So,
0: and, and I, think, as we, I think we're at a point where we need association, but some independent podcast creators who don't care about money, right? just want to create a show,
2: right.
0: hang out and have fun, they could give two craps about an association.
1: Spa- well, Todd, you, you raise a very big question, which is, what is the focus of this organization? Is it in support of podcasters Or is it in support of podcast businesses? Well, there we go. Agenda. So, (laughs) you know, that's, that is, and that's what I told them in the meetings. I said, you know, the biggest struggle you're going to have is the battle between the big and the small. That's right. And who gets all of the juice, right? Yeah. And usually, and usually in these organizations, the way
0: the, the membership is set up is based on revenue. So if, uh, you know, Libsyn, if you guys have to pay uh, $20,000 to join and I have to pay $10,000 to join, you're going to want a little more juice. Right. Or if an iHeart joins and they pay $100,000 to join, they're definitely going to want more juice. They're going to want
1: all the juice. That's right. (laughs) They're number one.
0: (laughs) That's right. They're number one. (laughs) (laughs) I had a call with someone the other day, the first thing what is this beep, 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 beep about iHeart being number one? And I just laughed. And this is somebody I'd never met before. Right, right, right. <laughs> they said, that's a lie. It's not true. And I'm like, oh, it's just, well,
1: and it's I, marketing I, speak. I, yeah, Todd, to, to kind of take this back from from the the, uh, the, the conversation about iHeart is to, you know, what are the needs of the podcast? Yeah, how, yeah. How, how, how do we protect them from... The big guys, right? yeah, that's what they're worried about sure they're they're worried that they're gonna get you know kind of pushed off to the side and and these big companies are gonna produce content that gets all the features gets all the promotion gets all of the the marketing and he, he, indie he producers kind of get left with the the scraps Rob you know? we've I, been
0: we've been left with scraps up to this point anyway we they're. <laughs> Because the iHearts and everyone else is promoting the shows they want to promote. That's not going to change anything. But I, I, I contest that that, hey, let them spend, let them, I hope they spend $100 million promoting podcasting.
1: Please. My, my comeback to that is is it's it's, it's not so much an iHeart issue or an indie podcaster issue. Right. It's a listening platform issue. So how do we keep the listening platforms on a level playing field, it, it's right? I don't. It is Rob. RSS is the great equalizer. I, know, I agree with you. I mean, but we need to keep it that way. And I think there's been some signs, you know, that that you know, there's a little bit of conflict with that, that over my dead body. Out, you know, big podcasting <laughs> versus indies, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like it, that's not the conversation that I want to have. I want to have it where it's it's the quality of the content. It doesn't matter where it comes from. Yeah. So Tom
0: Webster's in the chat room. He says, no representation of big post- podcasting on there. So I think the agenda will work itself out. I, but Tom, there's nothing stopping them from being involved, is there? Is there a limitation? Is, are they trying to limit this to Indies at this point?
1: I don't think that that group, and I think we need to talk to them about this, is, is, um, has really developed any pathways for participation yet. So, uh, mm. I think it's just a small exploratory group. Um, I know, you know, I haven't been asked to necessarily do anything and to help. I think they're um, still forming ideas. And I know that you, I don't think you've been asked either too much, other than just get invited to a couple of get-togethers. Um, so this has been going on for what four months now, is what I heard. And Tom says board is all set and. That in itself
0: is its own problem. They shouldn't have formed a board. I mean, if, off the bat like that. It they, should have been. They should have
1: put it out for nominations. They should have had had a whole review process that was very open. Yeah. So it, you know, I think that that's that's that that's my concern is that we you know, and that's one of the reasons why I didn't pull any triggers on this was we needed to have a real process that was not going to upset people so if they
0: if they come out say in six months we'll open it up to you know once you know let's set a line and draw a line in the sand and right. say you know again it's tough it's uh you know and i, I i'm reserving my comment about the makeup of the board too right. so you know again it, it goes back to it goes back to agendas and, right. you know, so well, I have my own thoughts on how that should be and you do too and who should and who shouldn't. And again, but it's, that's, that's the problem with starting anything. There's going to be people right. who are going to be pissed yeah. off no matter what.
1: Right. And, but there is a, a, a lesser pissed off path and there is a greater pissed off <laughs> path. So, <laughs> but then I think that's, so that's, do we alienate the big right.
0: boys and they not participate at all? You know, and let's let's be kind of frank. Uh, there's only so big a check I can write,
1: right? Okay. And I did talk to this was uh, last year's podcast movement. I talked to a lot of those big guys about forming an organization like this back then, because I I wanted to look at it from the full spectrum at that time. Yeah, um, and most of them said, yeah, they would get involved yeah so it's not that they don't want to be involved. It's just that if it's set up in a way that is that that is alienating to them they they won't and but that gets back to what's the purpose yeah and what are we trying to do with this organization if it if it has a purpose that helps the big guys and helps the little guys um then I think we can bring it together. but you know my question is is that even possible so to Tom do? says. That's my issue with it.
0: Started with a board that is focused away from big podcasting revenue, et cetera. Right. He then goes on, which is fine. Make it the Independent Podcaster Association.
1: Right, right.
0: You know, I mean, and which is what
1: I suggested to them was: that you need to really think about who your who your target your focus is. is here.
0: Yeah, right. and then okay, so let's go back. If it's if it's focused away from revenue and it focused away from big business, do independent podcasters even care? <laughs> so it goes right back. What are, what are you going to do for them? Right.
1: What can you do if the organization right. is
0: positioned to support uh, big podcast? Yeah. And then, and then what, you know, what are they actually, again, what are they going to do for independent podcast creators?
1: Right. You know, at the end of the day, Todd, what, what can an organization do to support an independent podcaster? I don't know. I think that's the key question. There's going to be more benefit to a big organization than there is to an individual. And that's always the the case with, with organizations, unless you have, you know, tie-ins with events or you have tie-ins with some sort of a a database that does cross promotion or in those are, I know, Todd, you're going to laugh at that comment. Uh, No, I'm laughing at something that just was put in Facebook. (laughs) Oh it was? Oh, okay. <laughs> now that um, you <laughs> and those are those are suggestions that I'm putting into the survey that I'm giving them too is that you know, if, if we're gonna have benefit structures or if we're gonna have standards of practices or standards or collaborative features of the organization, there need to be features that support big and small. Yeah. Tom says, Well, everyone likes a nice club. <laughs> right. <laughs> that they better have damn good parties.
0: No? Right, really good parties, and yeah. You know, so, you know, what what do we, what, you know, what if I think from my position, um, do I need an International Podcaster Association? I, I don't know. I'm already out Probably there. Not. I'm really out there beating the drum already. I'm already out there making sure RSS stays open. I'm already providing a platform that's open. I'm providing tools for podcasters that allows independence to create no gatekeepers. And I'm doing the stuff I'm worried about for independent podcast creators.
1: And what I'm, I'm trying to expand this market outside of the U S too. I mean, I did two calls. I did a call with a podcaster out of Australia. I did one out of Singapore yesterday and who's going to be a guest on this show at some point here to talk about what's going on in Asia right now with podcasting. And it's, it sounds like it's it's really starting to to you know have an impact there. So Well, it's always a little bit about five years behind is what it typically runs. I think he was telling me yesterday that he feels like it's like three to four years behind. Yeah. Um you know so but a lot of the same interests there there's like you know, he was making comment there's like two hundred and fifty million women um outside of China, um in, in Asia that, that that he thinks are enthralled with podcasting now over there (laughs) uh like i I, I wasn't quite sure about that but um, knowing japan
0: culture not out of japan
1: well that's true i mean i mean this conversation needs to talk about culture too i agree with you um it's but i don't believe that that japanese culture is reflective of all no
0: no 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 no
1: no 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 so self-expression and putting
0: yourself out there in Japan is, um uh, you know, culture. Yeah. Well, not taboo. It's they, they it's like, they nice. can do that, but the ridicule that right. is for width of that is
1: brutal. So, right. right. So I, I don't see big, there's probably opportunity for listening growth in Japan, but content creation, do you think? Not so much. Depends.
0: But I think the rest of Asia you know you so gotta you know, look Malaysia, at, look what's going on in Hong you know. Kong right now can you there would be some fabulous you, there could be some fabulous podcasts coming out of Hong Kong right now you know
1: yeah.
0: you yeah. probably have to do it
1: it probably there probably is
0: well and Already, there, and, and we they probably have to it. they probably have to you know be very anonymous because you know <laughs> the regime is over there rolling people up so yes. yeah it's an it's, it's an interesting time internationally um the medium is, why wouldn't the medium grow other places? Because people want to have a voice. They want to say what they want to say, whether it be, you know, human rights, whether it be women's rights, whether it be, uh, you know, what's right. go, what's going on in their country. It's I, I can't imagine it not.
1: Well, and as we do more surveys and studies, you know, Tom. Um, Tom? Outside oh, the US, oh, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're starting to see data, and Tom will confirm this, where the per capita consumption of podcasting is actually higher than in the U.S. Well, there's a reason I, for that. That's pretty simple. Most of these countries repurpose
0: a lot of American content. There's not a lot of original content coming out of these countries, except for a little
1: bit of news. Right. So and, they're tapping into what's coming out of here. And and some of know, it's state-controlled. In Canada, it's it's. there's more people listening to podcasts um, yeah. at a greater duration and shows than here in the U.S., so... Um, those are those are not huge markets, but they're significant growth markets for podcasting. Yeah.
0: Well, it's um, good. I hope so. Yeah. I hope there's a hope there's an insurgence of or a surge or whatever. Insurgence sounds like the wrong word to use, but hopefully there is. If there's insurgence, that's great as well. But if there's a surge in podcasting these Asian countries and. It's awesome, and,
1: and it's going to be listening in English. So is what we what he was telling me is that um, I mean, at least in Singapore, Singapore is an English speaking, mostly English speaking country.
0: Rob, in, outside of America, most people speak English. We're the only yes, ones that do. don't speak multiple languages. We're a bunch sure. of idiots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely been in my face over the last few years, <laughs> working for a for an Italian company. So right. yeah. Yeah,
0: agree, so yeah. you know, having spent time in Singapore though, I'd be curious to hear the type of content that comes out of Singapore because Singapore is again very um the laws there are very tight. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you can get uh you can get whipped literally for you know, spitting on the uh, on a public sidewalk. <laughs> I mean literally, or you can cane. get whipped, Might caned. Be yeah. The same thing. You get caned as being getting whipped. I think I would rather get whipped than caned, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, you know, there is, so yeah, we'll have to see what comes out of Singapore, what kind of content comes out of. And anyone that hasn't been to Singapore before, absolutely beautiful country. I Uh, I really do like Singapore a lot.
1: Graham, when I talked to him yesterday, I asked him, so is there any content restrictions in Singapore? You know, like, so what does the government think about, you know, People talking bad about the government over there, and they go, "He goes, you can pretty much talk about anything over there except for bashing the government." Right. <laughs>
0: See. Can't do that. Can you? Can guess, you imagine but... having that kind of law here in the United States? There would be no every every news network would be off the air.
1: Right. So <laughs> I mean, I guess they could like take his his passport away or something like that is what they what say. It's not like they're, they're going to take him out back. And, so yeah,
0: you can't you know, criticize it. So it's but. not a tr- truly open society per se.
1: Right.
0: You know, in, in, in the Kingdom of Thailand, uh, say something bad about the monarchy there. You, it's not going to end well for you. Right. <laughs> of course, probably the same in England too. And in England they're, they very much are very proud of the monarchy there. At least most people are and they talk, they may complain, but don't ever attack it, especially if you're out and if you're on the outside.
1: Well, and when I started working at, at Lipson here, they they recently added a new feature to the publishing platform called geofencing. Uh, I don't know, Todd, if you have this in your platform no, or not. No,
0: no geofencing. But
1: it's it's where you can block the distribution of your show to certain oh, interesting. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and so let's say you're. You're you're gay and you want to travel to Saudi Arabia, right? You might want to block your show from being available in Saudi Arabia before you travel there. So, I mean, based on what I know, uh,
0: do not travel to Saudi Arabia if you're gay.
1: Right. I don't
0: care if you publish so, anything or just, not.
1: Just things like that, you know, are, are things that you. Well, have the, to think it's about not only
0: that America. country; it's many Middle Eastern countries. So, right, and it's that's actually a very. You know, it's not talked about a lot. It's a very serious issue.
2: Right.
1: Kind of scary when you think no, about it's, it.
0: it's yeah. no. Uh, it's really scary. Yeah. yeah. So, I I think that um again, we've drifted here, but uh, you know, the international content is exciting and we'll see where it comes on, where the where next hotspot's going to be and
1: Yeah, I'm going to I mean, we're going to dig into it on the show, so I'm going to I'm going to definitely get people from those parts of the world to come on this show and share with us because I, I think it's an opportunity for the medium to grow more. If we think about it more, I'm not sure what we do differently than what we're already doing, but there, there could be some opportunities there. I'm not sure. So a little bit of
0: things, uh, something hit Facebook yesterday. I saw it repeated today. Uh, someone got their show pulled off Spotify because they're playing commercial music in their show. um, Call me not surprised. Uh, This is, you know, in our terms of service that we uh, present to podcasters submitting to Spotify. We say no commercial music, and if it's a music show, we actually review the music show before we actually submit it to Spotify. Yet, a podcaster was surprised that their show was taken down for having commercial music in the show. Um, Did you not understand that that is not allowed?
1: Yeah, Spotify is pretty strict about that. I've been in the middle of you know quite a few shows in, in that situation. It's same with I would say that it's going to be the same with Pandora. Yeah, um, iHeartRadio to some degree is 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 on that as well. Um, so you know it's you know it's safe to say that it's an issue for every platform. They they don't
0: have that. licensing, I mean, even Apple for that matter. They don't have licensing to pay royalties on any content that's in your right. show. So and and, just, and by the yeah. way, if you're delivering it to Spotify and they have taken it down, <laughs> uh, don't be surprised to be served. Ding dong! I have a delivery for you. Are you Mr. Right. Jones? Yeah, Mr. Jones. You Certifier, have been served. Yes. Uh, here is your court summons. Right.
1: Yeah, it can happen, and it can. It we're does track now to finally getting some sort of a. <laughs> Potential license, uh, and that came out yep. of Podcast Movement and just prior on this show. We didn't get a lot so, of feedback on that show. What's Did, that? We didn't get a lot of feedback on that show. You guys didn't listen to the... Well, like, I think it was in the week that we had multiple episodes, yeah. so people may have missed it. That's one of the problem of publishing multiple episodes in in uh, one week when you're a weekly show. Yeah. <laughs> I think people miss stuff. Yeah, three, three in one week or whatever it was.
0: We were going to do one last Sunday, but I said, we already put out a couple episodes this week, Rob. Let's, right, we did. Let's, let's wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, we are not on episode 298. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How did that happen? I, we like are on, this is 258. Episodes. I have to go back in and <laughs> renumber the episodes. Somehow I jumped 40. I was wishful thinking we're close to 300.
1: So... So yeah, so just, how many episodes are you um, through on your Geek News Central now? Are you up to thirteen ninety you know, or something?
0: 1,390. That is an accurate count. How much? 1,390.
1: 1,390. Yeah, wow. I'm fa-
0: fast okay. approaching 1,400. I actually might get 1,400 in before the 1st of October, so I might actually be on track. So. You and
1: Leo, man. You guys are...
0: Did the black and blue mark go away from my chest from Leo? Content.
1: Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Leo, <laughs> he was pissed. Do we want, I don't think we want to talk about that too much. Do we? I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Uh, no. Okay.
0: Let's just put it this way: Leo's not happy with the numbers, <laughs> <laughs> the IEB certified numbers. Right. And I, a lot
1: of people that are unhappy about the IEB. And um, I am the exact. Right now, w- the exact. I just, you know, everybody understands why. The, I think more and more. Yeah, you
0: know, you, I could. I, I could break, uh, I've already done it once on this show, but he, he, I think the exact words, uh, you are beep, independent podcast creators. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, whoa, 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 yeah,
0: whoa. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> Change is hard sometimes.
0: And uh, um, we're. St- I'm supposed to, st- I'm still supposed to do a meeting with uh, Todd's mic is getting ducked bad. I'm talking too loud. Hmm. All right, turned it down a little bit.
1: I mean, you sound fine to me, Todd. Yes,
0: those on Facebook are saying it's getting ducked. Oh, So it must be the StreamYard is... You're booming. Yeah, StreamYard must be clipping. I must be clipping over there.
1: So you're talking about a meeting with...
0: Yeah, Leo and Lisa. Oh, Leo and Lisa. Yep, still got to get one. On tap with them, but
1: yeah, I, I was want to understand the IEB yeah um, certification spec because I think there's some misunderstanding there. But it's okay. Yeah. I think that
0: um, it was definitely there was t- two camps. Love it. I want to kill you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, were, they were on a rampage. That's for sure. Yeah, that was. T- um, and <laughs> just so everybody knows who we're talking about, we're talking about Leo Laporte. Um, who long time podcaster, he's in the podcaster hall of fame. He's he was one of the first group of inductees, and he's been running the the TWIT uh, network podcasting for a long time. Network since I think the dawn of of time. Yeah. Yes. And by the way,
0: Leo did not touch me. I was just um just so we're just so we're clear.
1: Around. Yeah. As <laughs> usual, choking around.
0: <laughs> yes, just just wanted to make it clear because someone said,
1: Oh my god. No, Leo didn't touch me. (laughs) So, Todd, I didn't get a chance to hang out too much in the bar this year at the Podcast Movement. So what kind of gossip did you hear about at (laughs) Podcast Movement? Well, let me tell you.
0: One thing that um, if if any of you have wives, um, there's this new business out there that's called Color Street. If they want information, please contact me. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Um, that was the Saturday night okay. conversation was nothing to do with podcasting and then right. our Sunday oh, night conversation. I
1: have no idea what that has anything to do with anything. So
0: well, uh, just there's a business opportunity here. Somebody got a business card. That's right. Okay. You're, you know, you're looking at a potential distributor. Um, oh, okay. Um,
1: I'm the not ask what it is that you're distributing, but yeah.
0: You, okay, you must have been on Mars or something I was Okay, <laughs> my God, how could you have missed it? Okay, so on uh, Saturday, the iHeart Party um, Oh, that was the party I almost got punched in the face So, let's see here Um I can imagine from who? Hmm, who might that be? So, uh um the all I Heart- dark the- handsome, be quiet The iHeart Party was uh, loud Right uh, like like five thousand decibels loud, right?
1: <sighs> well, well, all all the parties were five decimal points. I mean, like a hundred decibel points. I didn't to go loud. to the first night party though. Well, I I went to all of them, and they were I I basically lost my voice by by the last. <laughs> I didn't have a voice. <laughs> so
0: Tom says, "Oh my god, the-
1: session! I sounded like a frog." Yeah.
0: So. Tom says, "Oh my God, the Color Street people! Hey, I'm XXS. Who are you? You look important. Are you here for Color Street too?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, we're not on Skype today. We're just on Streamyard completely. Right. So, for now. yeah, we'll, we'll back. eventually go back. To yeah, Skype. hopefully, the next show we'll be back to our regular scheduled system. Um, so, I didn't go to the what night was the first night party? What, what what was it? What was it? Ah, I don't even. I it lose was, track. It was the second night. What,
1: what was the first night? Was it the? Oh oh,
0: I yeah, went I'm to like, the first night party where they had the. Oh, where? Oh, this is funny. Um, let's see here. So who, my, who was uh, who, who was who was who was the sponsor of the first night party? I I am just gonna have a little fun with him here.
1: That uh, that really says a lot, doesn't it, Todd? That it wasn't memorable.
0: Yeah, well, it was the opening night party, and it was right there at the convention center. Um, so
1: it was opening night party. Hmm. Well, it was Stitcher on. It wasn't Wednesday. the. Sti- it wasn't the
0: Stitcher party. It was. St- no, was it Stitcher? Stitcher? Was it Stitcher on Wednesday? Okay, so okay, so. And but uh, I heard on Thursday. Okay, so whatever party it w- was when we were at the convention center, because one of those two of those were off campus i heart and the other one was off can- campus i didn't go right. right so the first night i got in a uh, line oh
1: jack daniels
0: no no across the hall from jack daniels
1: yeah okay across the
0: so hall so anyway one. i went into stood in line and got there and she says oh you, you you're not vip you you have to go over here i'm like there's another line
1: oh, yeah yeah right so well, you had two different entrances two areas. different entrances was, so, oh. so it was Himalaya. Yeah, so I so oh yeah Himalaya. So I got in the common folk, the I common mean, folk line. I I went into the VIP line and I said I'm not staying here because this is bad. So I walked so into I, the. I ducked under the. Go I, over to the other side. I
0: walked into the common folk area and there was lots of people. Five like a right. thousand people. There was a
1: very, very people on the other in, side. In of the, the common VIP area. Why yeah, in the I common folk
0: there? people, and there was like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> In right. this huge exactly. area for sense. VIP. I'm
1: huge. i over there and look at all my friends on the other side. A,
0: a quarter a quarter of the room was VIP, and they had special right. liquor. Right. Okay. Podcast Marketing 101. Don't do a stupid VIP. We're all right. VIPs. Right. Yeah. I couldn't. I, I just like, they don't get it. It was a it. tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. It, and there was... And I just like, and then, of course, <laughs> Gary Leland was over there just waving at me with his cocktail. And the next oh, thing I know, Gary. he's pulling the pulling the cable up, too, and coming across on the other side. And he's like, I can't be over there by myself. Right. Uh, so I had to laugh about that. And then, uh, but, you know, they had good music from a DJ. Then they brought some girl on to sing, and the whole vibe went from boom, 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 boom to, right. I'm, I'm like, wow, that was not a good transition. (laughs) She was a beautiful singer, but just this going from this atmosphere of, you know, let's dance to let's waltz. You know, it was that type of a, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, so, oh, Greg says, what was your take on booth traffic? My impression was gender knowledge and business savvy attendees down from last year. Three, three types. Um, Noobs, Newbies. So, was there
1: less noobs? Do you think I didn't spend a lot of time in the booth?
0: I think there was a fair number of of new folks, uh, mostly Florida-centric, and then there was uh, uh, definitely people we see, you know, have seen for years that came by, and then corps, corporate types. I think it was pretty evenly split. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that uh, the. I guess the better way to say it is I think I I think booth traffic was down. We stayed busy, but it, you know, and, and we got, kind of got, we were well, supposed actually, to be up against the, the wall. The room was
1: so huge. Yeah. I mean, we, it was like, wow.
0: Yeah, 20 feet between rows and stuff. They, you know, they made it, they could have put another couple rows in, and we were actually supposed to be up against the wall right where the in-between two session rooms, and the right. fire marshal right. said no, and we got moved out. Fifteen yeah. feet or so, or twenty feet. If I if I'd knew they were going to do that, I would not have picked the location we were in because it just the traffic was not right. as great. So I did get the boot selection I want next year, but next year in Dallas, there's no the trade floor. Is trade floor, session rooms are in a different
1: area. So next, oh okay, so it's not going to be as integrated as we have nope. this year, huh?
0: No, nope. they're gonna you know, they're gonna have areas in the back where people can go to, but you know those areas always are a smidgen of what trade floor traffic is. So, but That's I think, right. you know, and and also I was asking people about attendance in their rooms and uh, really it was time specific. People were taking lunch breaks. Yeah. They actually took lunch right. breaks and uh, the sessions that were right around the lunch hour kind of uh, got hammered, at least in my opinion. Mine did. Uh, maybe, or maybe my topic sucked. Who knows?
1: I can... I can see them coming back to that venue when the event is a little bigger. Um, let's say the event gets to uh, five thousand people or something like that. I you can, think I the venue was too big a for them? Venue for a larger event um, than than what they actually had. Oh, at so because you... it just didn't seem like you know three thousand people in that venue just you know didn't really fill it. So you think it so. was too big? No, no. The venue was too big for oh, the size of the event. Interesting, that's what I'm saying. I don't um, think there was three thousand. I, mean, I bet you it I mean, was twenty five hundred. You saw this just like I did when the next um, conference came in behind us. Yeah, <laughs> that number was closer to five thousand. Uh, they had forty five hundred,
0: and it was a much larger crowd. Right. I uh, mean, like the hallway was a uh, full for forty five minutes of people coming through.
1: Right, and that's that's the. I think that's the appropriate size for that venue is a, is event that's of that size. So, yeah. Um, the restaurants that were was slammed. Usual event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that so uh, that's one. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I was
0: referring to. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So if you were a single guy and had some extra time, <laughs> uh, I think there was 3000, I think there was 4,400 women and a hundred guys at that event.
1: Right.
0: And it was for, it was for nails. So just everybody knows it was a.
1: Yeah. So. Not that it had anything to do with podcasting. No, no. It was just amazing to see that. That. that that breadth of of people.
0: Yeah. That that many. So I, overall though, um, you know, nothing to complain about. We got, we did some good business and, you know, it really takes a couple of big clients to make a show and, Mm-hmm. And meetings with those folks next week, so we'll see. Yeah, huh?
1: I was impressed by the growth of the of the medium and how really diverse and oh, and how yeah. terrific. Dan and Jared did putting on a, another killer event. I, I think they they're. they're Nothing seems to phase them. And I they think it's 50-50. It out. had to be 50-50. It was,
0: you know. The, oh, as
1: far as the percentage? Yeah, down. for right.
0: men and women. It was very, I think I had more conversations with women in the booth than I did guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot more Literally. women were coming to well, the booth. There's a lot more new folks coming in yeah. on that side. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Mackenzie stayed busy, too, because, you know, it's naturally, if a woman comes to the booth, they want to talk to another woman, which is, you know, that's fine but um yeah so it was a it was a good event i have no complaints whatsoever i'm just i wish we could have an even if if i ever if I, we ever have the money <laughs> to sponsor an evening event um it's going to be a networking event it's not going to be a boom boom boom
1: boom. Right, and I think you know. I'm sure Dan and Jared are watching this right now. We just, you know, <laughs> they know it's our same, same. We we say same thing every same thing year. Every year, we're right. And I don't think that they're necessarily in control of all. No, that. no, no. That the is sponsor is by the, by the sponsors. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe I have it wrong. But well, I'm sure. Just like you know, my advice is just turn the volume down halfway. Half.
0: Just half. Yeah, I'm not saying don't have music because there was I mean, only a few crazy, people but, dancing anyway. I was went into where the dance floor was, and there was like you know five drunk people dancing. So <laughs> they're going to dance no matter what the music volume is.
1: Right, right, and they can talk while they're doing that. That's right. So that's that's the thing. It's we're podcasters. We all want to talk. Yeah. So that's yeah. Greg, I don't
0: know if I'm going to NAB Radio. I know, I think you are, aren't you, Rob? You going to radio show?
1: Yeah, I'm going to be at the radio show in Dallas coming up here. Um, it's going to get a little nuts with the travel here over the next six days. Yeah, weeks. I, I haven't uh, decided whether I'm going yet. I'll probably decide
0: in the last. I should apply, I guess now. I should apply for my pass. And then, yeah.
1: of course, if it's I don't flat. have a hotel room, I'm probably screwed. It's like twice to Atlanta, once to Dallas, three times to LA. Right. Just lots of stuff, lots of stuff going on. Hey, freaking so, flyer miles. What's that? Frequent
0: flyer miles. Hotel. Hotel. Yes.
1: Right. So maybe we should say something a little bit about Dragon Con. Yeah. Maybe talk a little bit about that event. So. Coming up next week. I've been
0: told to prepare my liver. So I'm drinking lots of water. Hydrating. (laughs)
1: Well, Todd, you're not obligated it's not like somebody's throwing a drink in your face every every 10 minutes you do as so the natives do you can pace yourself <laughs> i you know if i drink
0: like uh, they say they're drinking you'll find me asleep in a corner someplace <laughs> i don't <laughs> i can't drink like that the um, so dragon right. con is a
1: 80,000 i'm hearing 80, 80 plus thousand <sighs> people in cosplay this. and 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 not a lot of sleeping going on. Just put it to you that way. So, so. they do sessions from eight. You know, I was
0: concerned because one of our sessions is at ten in the evening. And I'm thinking, how am I going to do a session at
1: ten? Just I, I tell you, Todd. After ten o'clock, the all all the rules go away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so eight eight. They do sessions from eight a.m. to two a.m. Right. And they have people stand in line for two hours to get in sessions.
1: Right. Plus, after ten o'clock, you can drink, swear. Um, I, I, that's that's about the only restrictions that that, that they release uh, with your sessions after ten o'clock. Uh huh. We will not be swearing in the, at no, ten I'm o'clock. No, not going to be doing any of that. But it's, 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 some do, and don't be surprised if you see that.
0: Okay. So is is our digital track going to be that busy? People standing up in line to get in too, or is it a little yes, small? Yes. So if you're a speaker badge, do you have to stand in line, or you get head of the line privileges to get in the no, room?
1: No, 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 you can walk walk right in.
0: So, but there will be people lined up to come into our sessions, like these other sessions prior.
1: Prior, while the other session prior to us is going on, if if the room is is full. Wow. So, so I mean, keep in mind this is eighty eight thousand people. They're all converging into six hotels in downtown Atlanta. And uh, I would say about maybe half of the people that go to Dragon Con are actually in costume. So when I say in costume, it is the whole spectrum from a Superman costume. It's basically a gigantic um, Halloween party. Right. Um, From Superman costumes to 12-foot-tall gargoyles walking around (laughs) – um, and spiders that are like you know people have spent thousands of dollars building mechanical adaptions to their bodies. Um, I mean this is I mean my comment in the, the Facebook thread about <laughs> if you if you get a costume and it's stupid, you don't want to wear it.
0: right because you're, you're gonna get ostracized you're, right? You're They're just look gonna look stupid stupid like an idiot. <laughs> Well, I will not be wearing a costume. It'll be and I heard, I heard uh, suits are definitely a no. So it's blue jeans and polo shirts. It's extreme casual, <laughs> um, type of
1: experience. Wow, yes. extreme casual. Well, it could <laughs> Todd, you're drinking after ten o'clock in your session.
0: Uh, no, I'm not. No, you're not, but I'm just saying
1: there will be people walking <laughs> indoor. Oh, that's okay. Indoor session with a probably an alcohol. Rob, beverage. it was the first
0: podcast move <laughs> and I ever smelled booze on people coming to my booth. So <laughs> they were drinking during you know 10 o'clock in the morning. I had people coming to my booth. They had a beer in hand. So uh, right, right, uh, right. we've got that going on as well. I will be honest with you. That was brilliant. Having beer at the booth yeah how are they right. checking IDs? Puppies
1: and beer right? yeah <laughs> you're you're tapping into the the two genres there, aren't you? yeah yes or uh, genders might so be you
0: launch a brand new podcast platform and you bring puppies mm-hmm. uh, okay
1: <laughs> I don't know I mean I'll be honest about it i I talked to people that after they went to their booth there and I said, so did you go over to the booth to see the puppies or to learn about their platform? <laughs> Probably went to see the puppies, <laughs> right? Never said to learn about the platform. <laughs> so I don't know if it was a distraction from what they were doing. I think it was. It would be my feedback on it. Yeah. Well, let's bring right. kangaroos next time.
0: Or have have can- have better. kangaroo boxing matches or something. Of <laughs> <laughs> course, that's outlawed in America. I, th- I think it's outlawed in Australia too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i don't think i think that's a that, that's definitely a protected species isn't
0: yeah, it it's things they yeah. used to do that in the old days it's politically incorrect to even probably say that now
1: well todd are you game for going down and doing some conferences in australia yeah let's go okay let's, yeah, why not? let's get a get a live new media show down there going
0: yeah melbourne or sydney
1: and whatever yeah, let go. There's like three events down there. There's AudioCraft, um, Ozpod, and I think that there has been an event in the past in New Zealand. But um, I think there's like three events down there. My only and criteria to going Australian was podcast awards. Yeah, my only criterion going is have to be able to speak.
0: If I'm not speaking, right. I'm not going. Oh, yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. yeah, or and do this show live if we can. Right, right. So that'd be fun. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Rick says, we, re- we see some really weird stuff at Dragon Con. I, I've i seen uh, some of the pictures from Comic Con, so it's got to be the same way. So mm-hmm. look forward to having a fun time. And also, we should mention what Karen mentioned in chat. Hey, Karen, nice to see you.
1: There's no exhibition booths at Dragon Con.
0: I know, I know.
1: It's but, it's, it's different than Comic Con. Yeah.
0: So in uh, this... There's a new event for Podcast Movement. It's called Evolutions, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. We, we, we should talk about that. Yeah.
0: So they're having an event in February um, in L.A. They're going awesome. to bring back the um, the, Hall the, of Fame. the Hall of Fame. It's it's Sunday after the event, Rob.
1: I didn't hear that.
0: Yeah, I heard that on chat. Someone had made airline tickets to fly out a Sunday afternoon. And they said, oh, no, the... So, so it's on the back side of the event. So, uh, okay. so we have to we can't fly out to Monday.
1: Yeah, I hadn't uh, planned anything with it yet. Yeah,
0: me neither. Uh, and then uh of course that it butts right up against Podfest.
1: And um Of course. So <laughs> Dan, Jared, you guys are crafty. Well,
0: I'll just, but it, here's the problem: it's over. It's over Valentine's,
1: right? That is true.
0: And uh, Valentine's to some people is pretty sacred. It's like an anniversary. They don't want to miss Valentine's. So how many people are not going to come because it's over Valentine's Day?
1: It's a very good question, Tom. So
0: I thought to myself, "Aha! I got a discount on the venue because it's over Valentine's Day." So, yeah. um, well. That's true. For me, it's you know Valentine's Day is just another day, but right. Um. Anyway, kind of an interesting move there.
1: Mm-hmm. And why do you think that they're they're having another event like this? Oh, it's you know, very obvious. It's very, I mean, I know. I've heard. Of I what know why. Told us, but i uh, Well, curious. I think it's
0: because West Cross the West Coast crowd didn't come to Florida. There's Some you know. Didn't. Well, there's not. I definitely. Yeah, but, a lot but of people from not, LR. I think we're going to, it's a little different crowd. And I think we'll pull more newbies. See, it was the newbie, the, the new podcaster population were mostly With, East coast. Right. Yeah. Folks didn't come from a long distance away. So if they're having it in LA there. They can pull.
1: Yeah. It. I would think that there's, there's a definitely a bigger pool of new podcaster potentials in LA than there is. In Florida, but reading right. their reading their their you know, uh,
0: reading up on it, how they're going to form it, it's much more advanced topics. It's going to be you know, process heavy. So, opportunity to dig deep into the weeds in podcasting, it's not going to be a lot of 101. At least, that's my understanding.
1: 101, what do you mean by 101? not like
0: podcast 101? It's going to be oh, uh, podcast
1: 101, more advanced, advanced topics. topics yeah, okay, so yeah. Yeah. No, in, interesting. And then there's Digital Hollywood, which is another thing that's going on in yep. L.A. I talked to the organizer on that
0: yesterday. We talked about his podcast Victor? awards. Yeah, talked to Victor? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So well, we're, in, we're involved, too. I'm sponsoring the podcast lounge. Yeah. And going to have the live stage, so hopefully we can do our show there. And th- they're open to having other, you know... Significant podcasters get up on stage and do live shows at the event too. So he's involved somewhat in
0: CES, so he was surprised by telling me, yeah, "I take we, we go to a CES with a crew every year and doing con-
1: actual content."
0: So yes. uh, they may
1: be pushing for doing more, you know, a podcasting track at CES, yeah. which hasn't existed before. Yeah. So. well, they've
0: done a few, one or two cursory ones over the years, but you know, it's it's yeah. an
1: electronics. It's it's
0: not a venue that is. Content, it's more hardware, so it doesn't well, really. It
1: has been. I mean, it has had its stretches of time in the past, Todd, where where content was viewed as something that was injured. You know, very important to devices, right? Yeah. Technology devices to enable use. Um. So I, you know, maybe it's has an interest with digital Hollywood just because they're going to be there, and that's kind of what they do. Yeah. Um. So I don't. You know, we'll see. I mean, I'd like to go back to CES. I haven't been to CES in like ten years. I was actually contemplating if I was going to go this year.
0: I'm really. I'm. I'm. I'm really. I'm really. Yeah, I'm really burned out. Um, The team from F5 Live is taking over the tech podcast stuff this year. I'll go and be talent and be but a seat, but I'm and that's not pro-
1: going to do a whole live production.
0: Well, we're going to do live. That's the F5 guys are doing that. They've taken oh, okay. over the production this year. So, I will show up and be talent. But
1: you're not going to do the live is what I was meaning. Right.
0: Yeah, it's one of our tech podcast team members is going to do it, but I, you know, I'm I'm got to that point where I that that is that show is it's it's it, it takes a month out of me. You know, and the well, planning and everything else.
1: it's, it's probably one of the top two or three events in the world,
0: but it's right. the the work I mean the work that goes into going as a content creator and aligning two hundred interviews and everything uh, it's 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 insane I mean it's people have no idea, yeah, but we get fifty thousand people to watch our content too so or more. Yeah, and then over the year, and you know the links back to the vendors and stuff. But uh, you know, last year I I kind of hit the wall last year a little bit. So, um, mm-hmm. but fresh team doing fresh content, and I just show up and smile and talk to you know twenty people, and I'll be I'll be happy camper.
1: And, you're you're gonna be a little closer than you were in Hawaii to getting to that event. Yeah, well, it's one half dozen. It, the,
0: it's right. yeah, it's one half dozen the other. It's about the same yeah, five hours, no matter what, so yeah. anyway, we are wow, we went ninety minutes today, Rob we did, yes, we did
1: that's our that's our norm norm though,
0: I know, and I'm making sure i'm I don't have an interview scheduled right now <laughs> okay no interviews uh we're doing advanced interviews for podcast insider, so uh
1: oh okay,
0: yeah, putting those in okay. the can if you, and here's a little pitch if you're not listening to this show uh this new show we're doing at blueberry it's called podcast insider at insider dot com and while we talk about blueberry stuff for about twenty minutes, we have this really in depth deep interview genesis stories of podcasters for they're about thirty minutes and um so far, the response has been quite remarkable. Uh We've, hit, I think. So
1: when you say Genesis, what do you what are you diving into?
0: How they you why know? they started the show?
1: Why they started the show? Yeah, why they started the
0: show? What's it do? You know, who's it reaching? Uh, what's the impact? What's it done for them, listeners? You know, all those life changes type of things, and um, it's yeah. it's there's a theme that it's developing. I keep seeing repeat over and over, and what it really boils down to is that a lot of people do um, podcasts almost for therapy and um, self-therapy. Mm-hmm. So um, but anyway, it's, I had an interview yesterday that was a little different. So
1: there's a lot of, a lot of podcasts that the listeners use the podcast as a form of therapy.
0: Absolutely.
1: And that, that, that was something that was really jumped out at me a few years ago. Yeah. when we, 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 I think it was the film nerds guys put that uh, documentary together talking about comedians, Mm -hmm. right. And how they were, they tended to be very kind of troubled individuals and, and how that connected with others out there that had kind of problems in their lives. And that those, those comedians were being very raw and real with their audiences and people were, you know, getting a benefit from that. So
0: anyway, that's, um, that's been what's, and what's been happening on when I can schedule a couple of interviews a week and trying to get a few ahead in the can. And we got every, we got Mike and Mackenzie, all three of us doing interviews. So, okay. But anyway, I get off in here. Uh, this, uh, is Todd at blueberry.com
1: at geek news on Twitter. I'm at, um, Rob Greenley on Twitter. And that's with two E's on the end. And, uh, I have a website, uh, Rob and uh, i can i can be found in email uh, robg at lipson.com if you want to reach out to me and talk podcasting
0: and keep an eye on the facebook page i'll probably have a run through of what the studio looks like once we're install is done that should be done by about two o'clock tomorrow afternoon so once we get the floor vacuum from everything in the pickup well i'm going to give everyone a sneak peek of what the new studio looks like. You know, basically 90% complete without the cameras and stuff set up. So well,
1: I know it's been a long journey for you, Todd, getting that pulled together. It's a dream come true. I know you've been talking about building your own studio for as long as I've known you.
0: Yeah. So this is, uh, uh it's exciting. So, uh, and I'm excited to see the final look too. And, and yeah. then where we go from here, but, uh, I got a great design team from the folks from Audi moot. And if, once you see this, Here's the deal. <laughs> Come to me because I'll have the connection to help you save money <laughs> with those folks. We're doing a collaborative, so don't go to them direct. Come to me first, and I'll refer you. Uh, i just leave it at that. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> this thing is hasn't it's not cheap. Not cheap to do. At least no, the, at, at, yes. at least in the scale I'm doing. Small studios right. are inexpensive, but all right everyone thanks for being here and we'll see you oh live (laughs)
1: yeah live on what is it uh friday
0: sometime at 10 o'clock we'll we'll tweet and post on facebook when we'll be live and get you the details and so if you want to watch us live and uh, maybe after a few cocktails it should be fun
1: it's probably going to be live on Facebook would be my guess. So it's going to be if you go to Dragon Con digital media track in Facebook, I think that's where you're going to find um, actually most of the podcasting tracks are going to be streamed live. At least that's what they did last year. So um, they're, they're not great about getting the agenda up oh. live. But uh, um I think they, they will here soon. So if you go to that page and you subscribe to the, that that uh, page on Facebook, I think you can keep track of what's going on at that event. Sorry, Rob. I took you out of the stream for about two seconds. Okay. Okay. So anyway,
0: we'll get the details on Twitter as well. But uh, everyone, yep. thanks for being here. And uh, we'll see you on the next new media show. Everyone take care.
2: Okay. Bye. Bye.